I have fun every yeah. single day. And of course, there are times where, you know, I'm busy or, or, you know, I have more emails than I really have time to or the wherewithal to answer. And when I have those moments when I'm frustrated or maybe feeling a little overwhelmed, I remember working for other people and I remember what that felt like. I remember what it felt like to sit in my office and have meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting and not necessarily feeling connected to making an impact on anyone's life beyond the fact that we were all making a living. That was Lisan Basquiat owner of Hera Hub Carlsbad, describing exactly what so many women working in the corporate world feel. They want their job to be more than just about making a living. They want to be connected to others and make an impact and absolutely love what they do. So how did Lisan break the cycle and, and grow to own three businesses and absolutely love what she's doing? Let's find out. Are you a woman who's considered investing in a franchise or running one yourself? Are you searching for honest information to help you make the best decision for your future? Have you ever worried about whether the information you're finding has your best interests in mind? We're here to help. Welcome to Franchise Rising. I'm your host, Aaron Carpenter. Let's get going. Welcome to the Franchise Rising podcast. This is the show where experts, franchisees, and franchisors share stories, strategies, and expert advice for women who want to own or invest in a franchise. The information on this show is not intended as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy a franchise and is for information purposes only. If you've been listening and enjoy the show, we'd love it if you'd spread the word. Tell a friend, share it on social media, Subscribe via your favorite podcast player. We're pretty much everywhere at Franchise Rising. Thank you so much for giving us feedback so that we can make the show better. Without further ado, let's transition to today's guest, Lisan Basquiat. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Rising podcast. Today, I'm so excited to invite Lisan Basquiat onto the show. Elisan Basquiat is the owner of Hera Hub Carlsbad. She also has a couple other businesses, and I'll let her talk about those as well. One important thing to note is Lisan, Hera Hub is actually a licensed organization, and I know that the the premise of this show is really more is mostly about franchises. And at the same time, I felt it was really important to bring Lisan on as the owner of a licensed organization, just to show you some other avenues that you can take in a similar structure. Though, you know, that said, there are differences. So Lisan is a licensee and uh, and an owner of other businesses. So with that, all, that said, I'm going to turn it over to you, Lisan, <laughs> so you can do a much better job of talking about all the phenomenal roles you play in your in your businesses. Thank you, Erin. Um, so I think you did a pretty good job yourself, actually. Um, Thank you. So Hera Hub, Hera Hub uh, Carlsbad is part of um, the Hera Hub organization. And what Hera Hub does is we support uh, female entrepreneurs. So we're a female focused co-working space and business accelerator. And what that means is that we, um, offer both space to get work done, community to work alongside and to collaborate with. And we also offer programming 
that focuses on educational opportunities for female entrepreneurs to learn and practice in the different aspects of business that perhaps they're not as versed in. So what that means is, for example, if you were a person who decided to start a bakery because you love to bake, um, that's the thing, that's your sweet spot and where your uh, primary skill set might be. And what we would do is offer you opportunities to learn marketing or uh, finance or business law or other aspects of your business so that you're well-rounded as a as an entrepreneur and so that you have the support system in place to help support not just the launch and start of your business but the growth and ongoing maintenance of it yeah and, and I can attest to the the tremendous value of this particular concept just uh, again I, I work here I'm a member here as well and it has made a huge impact on my on my business, and even being surrounded by leaders like yourself have been has been amazing too. So, so what else do you have going on? So, um, I actually just sticking with the hair hub thing just for another quick moment, oh, yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, I actually uh, moved to San Diego six years ago, and I uh, a little bit about my personal journey is that I worked for twenty three years within corporate and worked for several Fortune 500 companies and left corporate in 2008, early 2008, um, at, after working as a person who would lead business transformation projects um, and organizational change management projects, these large scale um, enterprise-wide projects that would involve many different departments, many different people, uh, technology, people, processes, systems, the whole thing. I enjoyed the work and also really spent a lot of the, la the last five years of my corporate career kind of looking out the window of my office and knowing that what I was doing was okay. I didn't have necessarily bad experiences uh, working within corporate, but I certainly wanted to do something that was a little more aligned with my skill set and what I really wanted to do and something that I believed would have a lot more impact. Um, in parallel to that, I was a coach and have been a coach for over 20 years now. And so I really wanted to launch out and um, build my coaching practice beyond the part-time coaching practice that I had in place at the time. Um, and so I did that. And then years later, moved to San Diego and discovered that while I had moved here and I love San Diego and we all know why, the weather's beautiful, the people are awesome, it's a really great place, I didn't know anyone. And so I was introduced to Hera Hub uh, not long after they had opened and joined Hera Hub as a member and remained a member for five years until Felina um, asked me if I had an interest in purchasing Hera Hub Carlsbad, which I decided to do for a number of reasons. So one was because I myself have been an had at the time been an entrepreneur for nine years, and I really enjoy helping women to live their dreams, you know, to do more of what they want to do um, versus doing what they have to do, and the opportunity to 
lead and facilitate that for a group of almost 100 women here in Carlsbad was like really excited, exciting for me. Um, and so I decided to do that and I've been doing that for a year. I also um, have a company, a, a newly launched company because I'm in, I shut one down last year and I'm just launching a new one called Shaping Freedom. And the goal for that organization is to provide retreats and coaching programs and workshops and, and podcasts and other opportunities for women to really have this dialogue around the ways that we create freedom and create space in our lives for ourselves and for our dreams and, um, and for aspirations and really just to support the process of figuring out what it is that we want to do next and and creating some space in our lives to do that. Uh, and then I manage a business with my sister, a family business uh, back in New York. And I'm not sure I answered your question. I think no, I gave you, you some history. I'm not sure that I actually answered yeah, no, the no, question. Yeah, you, no, know you did. And, and you know, we're, I wanted to hear about your journey and share that with the listeners because it just shows that there are so many different roads that we can take, and sometimes we never know what's going to be around the mm-hmm. corner. When you were back in the corporate world, did, did you ever imagine that you would be owning a business like this? I never, ever, Erin, imagined that I would own a licensed business or a franchise or anything. Or I never imagined that I would purchase an existing business model, a pre-existing business model. Um, my choice to own this one is the fact that it resonates so much with what I do and, and um, the, um, the skill set that I already have. Yeah. And Hera Hub is actually what I would have done had I had the brilliant idea to start a co-working space. I would have started a Hera Hub. So why, as a member, you were a member for five years I was. before you were approached to own one. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, you, you could have gotten a lot of the ideas. Why didn't you just start from scratch like you had with, uh, with your pre- previous with coaching Transition business. Haven exactly. or Transition. with Shaping Freedom? That's right. um, I like the model. I really enjoy the model. I think it's a model that works. I love the community that Hera Hub has. I also appreciated the fact that I didn't have to build a business from scratch. I have a business that I've, you know, I, I've built other businesses from scratch and I know what it takes. And for this particular business, I wanted something that was pre-existing uh, or those are the things that attracted me to this opportunity. The fact that it was um, a community that was already created, a model that's already tried and true. Uh, there were systems in place, there were processes in place. Uh, Felina's done a fantastic job of really creating a business that is indeed scalable. And so because I had the ability to really come in and leverage my strengths and focus my attention on building and curating the community versus coming in and having to do it from scratch, I found that to be uh, attractive to me. No, that makes sense. And it sounds like after purchase, by purchasing this, this gave you the opportunity to have an impact at a little bit more scale in mm-hmm. a shorter period of time Absolutely. on these women, right? Because yes. you, you had transition haven, personal coaching, development, leadership, and then all of a sudden you buy this and you have uh, a lot of members mm-hmm. th- that you can touch 
more or less at once. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you give us any specific examples of some of the impact, or, you know, some of the things that you've observed in this, even in this year, some of the, uh, you know, women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Erin. Come I can on, give I want to hear it. <laughs> yes, I can absolutely give you some of what I've observed. So there's a couple of things. Uh, one is, I think, when you make the decision to become an entrepreneur, especially as a woman, and I say this again, not to exclude men at all, but just because women have our unique set of circumstances. It is really, really important when making the decision to become an entrepreneur that you also build community around you. Because the road, the the entrepreneurial road can be very lonely, you know, and especially if you're not in your personal life around a lot of people who are entrepreneurs, they're not necessarily going to understand your struggle. And what you want is to have the best, you want to set yourself up for success. And one of the very first and fundamental ways to do that is to get yourself around other people who are doing similar work who are entrepreneurs, whether they're entrepreneurs building their own business, whether they've purchased a franchise, whether they've decided to license something, get around other people who are doing what you're doing. You'll need that, you need that support. It's really a simple step if you think about it because yeah. we all go through modes in our life where we're stuck mm-hmm. and we don't even know how to move, or I don't know, maybe we don't all, but, but I've been there and I know a lot of other women who mm-hmm. have been there. And if you can even mentally just know just start by a couple of simple, simple steps. I mean, you suggest, uh, well, just surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are moving forward, who are positive. Absolutely. And that, that gets the momentum going. Yeah. When I first became an entrepreneur, so I had 23 years in the corporate world. So a lot of my friends at that point were folks who worked for other people. And what was really challenging for me is that when I would run into a hump or a bit of a bump along the way, which we all do, and quite frankly, we do whether we're working for other people or for ourselves, whenever I'd run into those bumps, a lot of the folks, well-intentioned, well-meaning, very well-meaning, a lot of my friends who worked in corporate would say, well, why don't you just get a job? You know, why don't you just go work, you know, come back into corporate, you're really marketable, you, you know, you had a really good living, you did great work, why don't you just come back, you know, and work for other people. And so it was really important to me. And what I realized very early on was that in order for me to continue on that road on the road of entrepreneurial endeavors that I really needed to surround myself with people who understood that, and who could support me. The second thing was confidence. You know, I busted my butt for other people when I worked within my corporate career. I may I exceeded expectations every single year. I when there was a project assigned to me, I ensured the success of that project. Um, what I needed to remember and continue to remember is that I've done this very same thing you know, juggling multiple priorities, working within very tight deadlines, having to have courage, having to influence other people, needing to get things done. I've done the same thing all of my adult working life. And there's something about becoming an entrepreneur 
because it's so risky and it's really is a beautiful endeavor that brings up all of these fears and 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 if you're not careful you can believe that you're in completely uncharted territory there's nothing further than from the truth you i've done all of this i just did it working for other people and now i'm doing it where i'm both the the leader that i'm working for um, and the people that I serve are the people that I'm working for. And so I'm both the employee and the CEO, you know, in some ways. And so that has been one of the, a really big learning for me. It, it's almost like that confidence that's carried you through. It's almost like you've, you've created this true story, mm-hmm. the story of truth to tell yourself, to push you through those moments. Absolutely. To, to help you understand that there these skills are transferable, verable, mm-hmm. and you can get outside of that world, that corporate world, and actually do this and thrive. Absolutely. And when I think, yeah. you know, going back to your question about franchising or, or just the conversation around franchising and licensing, you know, I think about the times when I where I worked for other people and one of the things that I did as a business transformation expert is I would go in and, and fix process issues or fix um, technology problems. What's great about a license model or a franchise model is that you're going in and the systems and processes are already there. They're already intact and the brand is already established. Huge. And so it really gives you the opportunity to both have a clean slate and also have a bit of a, um, a head start on growing your business because it's not just you. So you're an entrepreneur and you're doing your own thing and you also have the collective uh, support of other franchisees and other licensees. Right. What expectations did you have going into this when you decided, yes, I'm going to make this purchase and dive in and own a hair hub? I expected that I would learn first, that I would learn what this model really looked like behind, you know, behind the veil, you know, moving from, for me, transitioning from member to owner. Um, I expected that I would have the opportunity to use my strengths in working with this community. And... I don't know that I had any specific expectations beyond making sure that it was profitable and ensuring that I showed up for the opportunity and that I had a lot of fun doing it, to be honest with you. You know, it was really my expectation that seems kind of, you know, I don't know that that's the answer that you expected from me, but really I expected to have fun. And has it met met, your, met these expectations? I have a blast every single day. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have fun every yeah. single day. And of course, there are times where, you know, I'm busy or, or, you know, I have more emails than I really have time to or the wherewithal to answer. And when I have those moments when I'm frustrated or maybe feeling a little overwhelmed, I remember working for other people and I remember what that felt like. I remember what it felt like to sit in my office and have meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting and not necessarily feeling connected to 
making an impact on anyone's life beyond the fact that we were all making a living. Uh, I remember having uh, leaders come to me and ask me to transform a business in 90 days and how stressful that was. And, you know, and the fact that I, that I went out and did it, that I made those things happen. And so when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I'm feeling any of that, I remember that I've done this before and it's never been, and this is so much easier and more fun and lighter and impactful than any of the work that I did, you know, in all the 23 years combined. I actually have the honor and the privilege of being able to curate and support and help uh, and coach a group of, you know, 90 something, you know, phenomenal female entrepreneurs here in the San Diego area. I'm really proud of that. I'm very happy. Yeah, Yeah, I'm really proud and happy about that. And I have a blast doing it because, you know, it's, it's a great community. It really is. And I think that gives a lot of, um, confidence to women who are in the corporate world and just over it they're burnt they have leadership skills they may be great at project management uh, they may have a you know a, just a lot of great skill sets that are transferable and they're wondering can I do this and I and I love the model you know that you're sharing or, or the model that you're showing up how you're showing up to share with these women so let's let's put it all on the table. How do you do it all? <laughs> because it's not just Tara Hobley. You have two other. You told us you had two other businesses. I do. And I ask this because again, someone coming out of a very busy profession needs to understand: Is this possible? Can I do it? Am I going to be working twenty four seven? And here you are. You're you're managing not just Tara Hub, but three businesses. Mm-hmm. So that's a great question. Thank you for asking. So I'll tell you what my world looked like when I worked for corporate. Yeah, tell me. I would get up in the morning. I would literally just roll out of bed and my day would start the moment that my feet hit the floor, sometimes a little bit before. I would rush around all day going, you know, I would take my kids to school. You know, I was a mother and at the time a wife and a full-time employee. And by full-time, those of your listeners who are in corporate know that a full-time employee is indeed a full-time employee when you're working within corporate, especially as you uh, move along the leadership path. You know, the more, the higher within the organization you get, the more full-time your role gets. Um, And so I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't feel a lot of power within my own work experience I um, and I felt like something was missing and that is really the most challenging work of all is kind of talking yourself down from having that feeling that something is missing in what you're doing every day um, the way that I do it today is um, even with three businesses and, and even with the responsibilities that come with having those three businesses I ask for help. I recognize where and when I need help and I ask for it. I'm getting better at that. 
just full disclosure, <laughs> I don't always ask for help. Uh, but I, I think am getting, a lot of us share that, yeah, uh, that challenge. Yeah, I want to be completely honest here. Um, I do, I ask for help, you know, and when I find myself uh, feeling overwhelmed, typically it's because I've not asked for help and I need to. Um, and I set clear goals for what it is that I'm looking to accomplish. I don't expect to do everything in one day or at one sitting. And so what's become really important to me is sitting down at the beginning of the week and being really clear about what it is that I'm going to accomplish that week. It's important to me also that I have goals for my different businesses and for what, how I'm going to play within them and what they need from me. Um, and I have a really strong team around me and a team of folks who do things to help me in order to get things done and also a team of support and community around me that understands what this world is like right. and who I can draw from and who can help me with resources or who serve as resources and, and sometimes just an ear to help me to figure out problems. We all need to learn to ask for help, and it makes a big difference when we do. Yeah, yeah. So, what are your goals for Hera Hub? If you, I mean, to what, to what extent can you share? I mean, I can share the future. Please. I can share. Let's hear it. Um, so I'm about a year in. I get it now. I um... we're gonna be buying another one, or <laughs> <laughs> become a multi-unit licensee. Um, mm-hmm. That's not necessarily uh, it's... spoiler. Yeah, Just right. Kidding. Spoiler alert. Um, My goal is to continue to curate this community, uh, to continue to grow this community. I want this community at uh, at the capacity that it could be at. And that's both in terms of numbers of members and also ensuring that the community is curated in a way that makes all the skill sets that one needs as an entrepreneur accessible. So meaning that, you know, there are marketing people like you and, you know, attorneys and, you know, uh, attorneys in, you know, in different disciplines and that we have uh, copywriters and web developers and, you know, finance people. So that is my goal for the next year um, for Harahub uh, to continue to grow the business, to continue to, the conversation around female entrepreneurs around the journey for female entrepreneurs uh, to continue to provide support to just the incredibly inspiring and courageous women that I know of within this community who are doing their thing and uh, get up to the challenge of growing yeah. a business. You know, it's a big thing. That's a big it game. Um, so that's my plan for Hair Hub. I think you're on your way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. been a huge inspiration to me as well as many other women in this community that I thank know. Thank you. So thank you. And, and hopefully you. to our listeners as well who may consider buying a licensed concept or even a franchise. Yeah. You can just you know, draw that parallel between leaving the corporate world and buying an existing concept. I think it's a great yeah. model. I really mm-hmm. do. And I think that, you know, there are many of us who maybe have an idea and want to build a business from scratch. And that, that's a wonderful, beautiful thing. Uh, we see them, you know, we experience them, we consume yeah. their yeah. products and their services. And 
if you're at a place in your career where you really want to do something for yourself and you really want to be tied into and dialed into true pay for performance, then a license model or a franchise model is an absolutely wonderful way to be able to do that while also um, giving you a head start on mm, building a complete big, business. You great know? point, yeah. And then, you know, depending on the franchise model, it, it's it, it's just a great way to be able to give back. It's a great way for you to um, do the same work or do the same level of work that you've done, less work actually, what am I talking about? <laughs> I've never worked as hard as an entrepreneur oh, wow. as I did working in corporate. Okay. I just haven't, even though I work around the clock, as you know, right. you know, we don't, you know, uh, celebrate weekends the way that um, a lot of other folks do, but it's also given me incredible flexibility and the flexibility to travel and the flexibility to um, start other businesses. You know, I which is that. something that that's... I could not imagine doing, right? You know, working in corporate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, that's really inspiring. Yeah. All right, Lisan, it's time for to ask you the three questions I like to ask all my guests. Okay. I know you're gonna have some golden nuggets here. I hope so. <laughs> what are what is the best business advice you've ever received? Community, community, community. Don't go at it alone. And not going at it alone doesn't necessarily mean uh, hiring people necessarily. Surround yourself with like-minded people that are going to encourage you, that understand what it's like to be in business for yourself and that are going to support you and help you through. Celebrate your wins and help you over the you know obstacles that come your way. I love it. Mm-hmm. What and this this might tie into number one, but and what would you recommend to another woman who is in your who's in the shoes that you are in, mm-hmm. considering buying a licensed concept or a franchise concept? What would you recommend to them? To a woman who's in corporate, sure, or who's considering, sure, or yeah. who's yeah. The advice that I would give is to trust yourself and have courage, and believe in yourself, and believe that you can generate at least, at least the revenue that you were making through working for someone else, yourself, and get the right people around you to help to show you how and to show you how that's possible. I love it. All right, finally, what other women, or can you name another woman who's a licensee or a franchisee who's rocking it? So I was going to mention Felina Hansen with Hera, but you know, you know, we already know that she's definitely she's a phenomenal human being, personally and professionally. I wanted to give someone else a shout out, and to be honest, I do not know this person's last name, but her name is Karen, and she owns Camp Runamut in Sorrento Valley. And my dog happens to go there. I travel a lot, as I mentioned before. And so my dog goes there. It's like a second home for him. And I started taking Sammy to Camp Renamut, I guess, three years ago now when she first opened that location. And I've watched that location grow. I've watched her staff grow. I've watched her existing staff grow. 
grow in terms of leadership and in terms of presence. And it's just a phenomenal space. Uh, I remember chatting with her when she first purchased it and looking at her today, and she is absolutely rocking that. And I and there so are, I think Camp Runamud is a yeah. is a franchise. It's a franchise, yeah. and, and Sereno Valley is in San Diego. For those who don't know, ah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We'll find Karen's last name and we'll yeah. provide it in the show notes with everything yeah, else. That'd be great. She's so, rocking it. If you're oh, in the so area, exciting. if you're in the area of Sorrento Valley and you have the need to board your dog, either daycare or camp overnight, run camp run them at Sorrento Valley. Excellent. I yeah. love it. Lisan, where can I, our, our listeners find you and give you a shout out for all of the golden nuggets you shared? Thank you. On social media or wherever. Thank you. So if you're local to Carlsbad, California, and you are a female entrepreneur or you work for other people and want to um, uh, uh, work someplace remotely, Harahub Carlsbad. Yes. Uh, if you are, or you can look me up at shapingfreedom.com or lisanbasquiat.com. Wow. Thank you so much to Lisan Basquiat for that inspiring interview. If you enjoyed the show and would like to get the show notes, you can go to FranchiseRising.com slash 14. I know that time is one of the precious things you don't give back. And I really appreciate you taking your time to listen to the Franchise Rising podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening to the show. If you'd like to hear more, hit subscribe. Or if you don't know how to subscribe, just go to franchiserising.com slash subscribe and we'll guide you to the right place there. Until next time, have a great week.